Hey guys, it's your friendly neighborhood homegirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Solis. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Told you it's gonna happen every episode. Every episode is just Solis singing. A little twang. Oh god, okay. Moving on from your twangs. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm alright. I uh, slept a little weird last night. Neck is hurting. I just posted something on my resin page too, being like, if your back and your neck don't hurt, then we can't be friends. No. Something's always hurting. So this is normal. Just pop some ibuprofen. <laughs> it is what it is. We're going to move on with our day. Listen, I saw this thing that said my check engine light on my knees went on when I turned 30. And I truly believe the check engine light is on. Yes. Like, you Any know, when, when Meg the Stallion came out mm-hmm. and like she was be doing all those things oh. with her knees. I was like, girl, I'm not even going to attempt. Oh, I've attempted. Have you? And I've been humbled a uh-huh. few times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this is a good day. She's lucky she's still and young. Others. Good for you, girl. No. I could never, <laughs> never. Well, also, I haven't been in a club in like two years. So mm-hmm. I haven't had to use my knees. The way my asthma beat. No. <laughs> I get winded going up the stairs sometimes. And I live on the third floor of my apartment complex. Listen, bring up groceries, multiple trips. Oh my God, that's literally narrow. a workout. Mm-hmm. Bringing up groceries is a workout. It is. You try to fit it all in one Yes. One swoop. Yes, because I don't want to do it again. And then now your shoulders hurt because you'd be carrying up all these bags. Yes. Mm-mm. Nope. And I had to pay for all those like eco-friendly bags because the grocery stores near me only do the paper bags now. Yes. That have no handles. No handles. They do it on purpose. Yeah. No, not for me. So, yes, I will pay the extra to do the reusable bags. They got me. <laughs> Your plan worked. They did. Well, you're saving the planet. Yes. How are you today? You're just, you know, making progress. I'm tired. I feel like this past week I have been so exhausted. Like after work cannot function. Lay me down. Yes. Like I just can't be bothered. Physically, emotionally, or all of the above? Literally all of the above. Yeah. Like you get home, you throw yourself in the shower, you lay in bed and don't get up. Yes. Like that has been my past week. I've taken two naps this week and I never take a nap ever you know me i'm yeah. like not really a napper Mm-mm. but i had to i was that tired i'm just concerned because i'm like is my stamina going down am i just you know am i not what i used to be and okay so like what is an appropriate amount of time for a nap for you if i do anything over two hours i might as well just go to sleep right okay all right so i feel the same i feel like a two-hour nap is perfect yes According to NASA, what, 26 minutes is the perfect amount of time for a nap? What is that? I'd wake up cranky. That's a slow blink. (laughs) Slow blink. That's it. (laughs) No. No. Two hours is great for me, and normally that's what I would set for my time for a nap. Yeah. Same. Two hours. And then you always get the most fucked up dreams during naps, too. Yes. Oh, my God. Where you wake up sweating, not remembering where you are. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. they're not actually like fulfilling right i don't ever have a nap where i wake up and i was like oh i needed that yeah like, i i wake up like fuck the world no like m- no it's always like 
half drooling, panicking from a dream, <laughs> marks on your face because you slept so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. No. No. Oy vey. But yeah, I just really hope this upcoming week I get a little bit more energy. Mm-hmm. I'm really trying to get myself back in the gym at least 30 to 40 minutes a day just to like build some kind of energy some endorphin some something good for you girl i need to better than me <laughs> i used to be a runner oh i can already hear the jokes from like matsy and will <laughs> oh she's got runner legs anyways i just think of that tiktok sound she's a runner she's a track star hey. she's a runner she's a track star she gonna run away when it gets hard she can't take the pain she can't get scored i I remembered feeling energized after practices and all of that. Like I'd come home, chug a bunch of water, but yeah, I cannot picture myself doing that now. Same. I used to be a dancer, not the exotic kind. (laughs) Because whenever I say to be a dancer, people are like, oh yeah? And I'm like, no. But I felt the same way. I feel like after dance, I always was like pumped, excited. Like I was good. Like I, ugh. All I'm picturing now is the song, the song, Somebody Come Get Her, She's Dancing Like a Stripper. Somebody come get her, she's dancing like a stripper. Somebody come get her, she's dancing like a stripper. I'm just picturing Alex dancing like a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, maybe I should have became a stripper. I probably shouldn't have had morals. There's days much better place. where you have a bad day and oh, you're yeah. messaging me all right time to sell my feet time to be a stripper <laughs> 100% I'm sell my ass on this corner yeah. fuck all of this but we have morals so we don't do it i know Ugh. curse us being good girls <laughs> anywho let's get into our first segment hoes woes hoes woes <laughs> can't anyways um should i go first yes Okay, so my woe this week is much lighter than my woe last week. And it's really me calling out KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, (laughs) Colonel Sanders. Why did we get rid of the potato wedges? Who the fuck goes to KFC for a French fry? What kind of french fries though? Because I love me a fry. So I've tried the fries, right? Okay. Because I went and they were like, yeah, no wedges, girl. We got fries. And I was like, I need starch, so fry me. The fries are good. (laughs) Fry me. (laughs) The fries are good. Okay. I will give them that. It's not a bad fry. Like, it's not like a, who has really bad fries? I don't like Wendy's fries. Like, they're not like a weird, tasteless fry. BK fries aren't the best. I don't know. I don't like BK fries but the wedges hit different they were seasoned it was a real potato yes it was you got different Mm -hmm. varieties love you got the smaller extra crispy bit Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's nostalgia i do not want a french fry with my fried chicken i want a potato wedge these fries not seasoned they're salted they're not like a seasoned fry they weren't seasoned the way that they did the wedges no because they could have done that I just don't understand who in their little corporate office said, you know what, guys? We're done. We're done with the wedges. This is a new age. We're going fries. That made you guys Just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. 
it was <laughs> listen if you guys know me i love any version of a potato <laughs> i have not met a version that i did not like and fries is actually my favorite food it's my favorite snack of all time i will eat any kind of fry but a potato wedge just hits different and now where do i get potato wedges where do i go i don't think any anywhere has it um so when you originally said you know kfc has fries i was thinking it's seasoned the way that popeyes has their fries like the cajun fries Mm -hmm. i mean Mm. that's sad it is sad it's oh it feels it's a good fry it is a good fry if you like fries and you go to kfc and get their fries you're not going to be upset but i don't want fucking fries i want a fucking potato wedge and now i can't even get them i'm upset I'm That's so my sorry. R.I.P. to the potato wedge. Yes. KFC potato wedge. In memory. In memoriam? <laughs> in loving memory. In loving memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's my woe this week. So you said yours is a lighter one. Mm-hmm. Mine is a hefty one. Okay. I was so triggered when I fucking saw this. And... I mean, if you're normal, then you will too, because this made my blood boil. So excuse me if I'm like reading it and it sounds like I don't know how to read. I know how to read, guys. It's just I had to screenshot this from a video. So the original place that I saw this Reddit post was on Reddit Tales on TikTok. So that's their TikTok, Reddit Tales, Reddit.Tales. And... Uh, I tried looking for the original post. I couldn't find it, but it was under the subcategory of confessions. Hmm. So the title of it is cheating on my wife saved our marriage. The fuck? Yep. So are you are you getting angry? Are you feeling it? You're not there yet because you're about to be. <sighs> Just got to hold on. So, here we go. I'm not sure everyone will agree with this, but once a year I cheat on my wife. And I'm 100% sure that this is a result of why our marriage is stronger and better than most. Let me explain. I've heard from all my guy friends how they want to bang this chick, bang the next, but they don't cheat on their wife. As a result, They aren't happy and they usually end up bringing the relationship down. Me? Nah. Roughly once a year I go on a business trip and I find a local little hottie to get it on with. That just, it's cringy right there. Local little hottie. Local little hottie to get it on with. How old are you? Like who's saying get it on? Let's get it on. (laughs) Like I'm just picturing, let's get it on. Let's get it on. No? Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm not going to go into details of the people I have sex with, but I always do it safely and responsibly and without prostitution. Okay. I good. would hope not. Anyway. My wife doesn't know and she would never go for it. She's big on monogamy, um, as as you should be in a marriage. But anyway. I wish I could be, but as a male, we're wired to want to fuck. 
okay. Oh, and then he puts a like tongue out or a tongue face after oh, the, you know, just a little uh, nasty. Yeah, because that's so like cheek, you know. Anyway, <laughs> after I fuck my once a year hottie, I'll come home feeling rejuvenated. It causes my sex life with my wife to continue to be amazing. Once or twice, I've learned a few tricks from my romps, and she adores our sex life. I don't feel the need to look at other women while we're out. I don't need to feel dragged down by monogamy. It keeps me feeling young and on the edge. I think it even helps out my professional life out. I love her to death, and half of the reason I cheat on her is because I love her. I don't want to burn out. I don't like arguments. She's happy, I'm happy, and our kids have a great life. I felt bad at first when I did it. After then, I realized it was healthy and a good thing to have sex outside of my marriage, since it brought me and my wife closer. And that's the end of the Reddit. So, my hose woe. Okay, my low rant. I have so many feelings about this. Same. So many feelings. One, it makes my blood fucking boil. Two, yeah, you you went into marriage with your wife. She is not down for a polygamous relationship. Mm-hmm. So you decide to go behind her back and have your cake and eat it too. And then also, he's saying he's doing it once a year. And from that one fuck a year, he feels rejuvenated and that lasts him for 365 days. That's fucking weird, first of all. Like, you need to get off that badly that that one fuck right there is enough for you. Also, like, he talks about the little hotties. Mm-hmm. Little local hotties or whatever he says. It's like they're, they're things to yeah, him. Yeah, he clearly doesn't respect women or the woman he's messing with. Right, like you put down what it sounds like. It almost sounds like he puts down sex workers, you know, mm-hmm. like prostitution. But the way that you're treating these women are kind of in the same, same sense. I mean, the only difference is they're doing it for free and you're not paying for it. Um, also, I'm so bothered that he learns tricks from from these hookups and then uses it on his wife i don't know why but that part really disgusted me yeah and here she is thinking oh wow my man can do all kinds of tricks Mm -hmm. but girl it's because he just learned about it from little suzy q from states away and now he's coming showing you what's going on also too Correct me if I'm wrong, right? I'm just thinking, if you are in a relationship, especially, you know, they have kids, so clearly they've been together for a while. Right. If you and your partner are having sex, you know, multiple times a week on a regular basis, I hate to say it, but, like, there's always certain go-tos, go-to moves. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's a bit of a routine. Yes, there's probably a cycle of what you and your partner do. You know, you go straight to kind of doing what each other likes. I'm shocked that she's not feeling some type of way if he's introducing something new. To me, I feel like that would would make me think, like, where the hell did you learn that from? It yeah. would it would ask it would cause me to ask questions. Do you agree? I agree to an extent. 
like if my husband's a porn watcher yeah i might think he just like watched learn, porn yeah. and mm-hmm. saw something and decided to try it which is probably if you i at least for me i never go to worst case scenario in a relationship i immediately will go to what i think is a legitimate thought yeah so my first thought would be mm, he's been on Pornhub, huh and like would have moved on yeah where like i think some women definitely would be like "Uh uh-uh something ain't right in the water yeah where the fuck that come from we're doing that shit last week Mm -hmm. but here's my here are my issues right if you feel like for you to be a better partner you need to have sex with more than one person then you need to be in a polyamorous relationship Mm -hmm. period yeah you're hurting and that whole thing is literally based off honesty and communication Mm -hmm. I fell down this rabbit hole. There's a show on HBO about polyamory and it was very interesting. I could never. I could never. But the way they communicate with each other is so clear, so honest, and that's why it works for them. Mm -hmm. No one feels like they're being lied to. But I also think the reason why he feels so rejuvenated and he gets this weird high off of it is almost like Duper's Delight, where he knows I got away with something, she's never gonna know, and that feeling. It's the thrill of, yeah, it's the it's thrill of the secret. literally duper's delight, where a lot of people have this feeling when they shoplift, or they whatever, when they know they got away with something, they get a high off of getting away with it on top of doing it. Yeah. So I think for him, that high apparently is about a year long. And when it starts to run out, he's like, oh, on the next business trip, let me go fucking smash some random bitch. And my whole thing was that even if you are using protection, right? Yeah. You can only protect from so many things. Just You know what I mean? Like, just to be really, really honest, you could eventually take something back home to your wife. What if a condom breaks? What if one of these random hotties is like, he goes on business trips, he must have money and tries to trap you. And now you've gotten a a illegitimate child somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many consequences to sex that I don't think men actually think of in general. No, because they're just trying to get at what? Right. And it's like, if you have... I also feel like at this point, if you realize this is what you need to be a happier person, then you need to leave your wife. Yes. Period. So, that leads me to the part, the second part that, like, really bothers me is the fact that this motherfucker had the nerve to say... I love her to death and half of the reason I cheat on her is because I love her. You don't do that to somebody you love. You're not being honest with her. I don't think I don't think that he doesn't love her. But I do think that like his view of like what that looks like for her right is so fucking skewed. Like again, like I've said, if this is how you're wired, nothing is wrong with that. I don't think anything's wrong with feeling like you need to have more than one partner. This is some narcissistic shit. I'm sorry. It is. It is, right? Like, what he said, um, as a male, we're wired to want to fuck. Right, so fuck your wife. Yeah. Fuck your wife. And if you want something different, then communicate that. Yeah, like, listen there's plenty of things that you could do to spice up your relationship spice Mm -hmm. up your sex life like what oh so it's just crazy like you don't love her because you know her well enough to know that she would not be okay with this type of relationship she's not okay with polygamy and you did it behind her back you kept that secret away from her and you just it's just so slimy such a fucking scumbag thing to do to somebody you claim you love 
And then it just makes me sadder to know that they have children. Yeah. So for him to come home from this business trip, kiss her, and, you know, say that he misses her, you know, hug the kids and play with the kids and whatnot and pretend to be this perfect man. And you know what's even sadder? She probably thinks she has the best husband. Oh, yeah. Like, wow, our sex life is so great. He's a great dad. He's a great husband. Little does she know... He's doing this behind her back on these so-called business trips. Ugh, just disgust me. It's like one of those things to me where like, okay, you say you love your wife. I don't think he does not love his wife. Yeah. I do think he loves his wife because at the end of the day, if he didn't love her, I don't think he'd stay in a marriage for what? He could leave her and fuck whoever he wants, whenever he wants. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't really talk about his kids much, thank God. But I just feel like when you love someone, you have to make the decision to be honest. That is my biggest thing. Yeah. Because everything done in the dark will come to light. And whether that shit comes out now while your kids are young or it comes out later, now you're going to have a fallout of all these people. Mm-hmm. Because you want to get your dick wet for a moment. Yep. Ugh. Yep. Nasty. And that is my hose woe for the week. I got so so triggered and so angry i couldn't stop thinking about it all week so i had to i had to say it it's also scarier to think that like this could be one of your friends this could be i mean i'm not putting anything in the atmosphere but this could happen to anyone i'm not gonna lie i feel like the moment i hear about a business trip now i'm gonna have like ptsd and think about the story and i'm gonna be like girl he's out fucking a little local hottie also, just the verbiage makes me think he's like some 40-year-old man. Yes. He Ugh. must be. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, moving on so mm-hmm. you don't remain vexed. Yeah. Into our lady talk topic of the week, where we're going to talk about friendships, frenemies. Friends in general. Yes, mm-hmm. and all that. Now... At least for me, I have very, like, specific definitions of friends for me. You know what I mean? Like, there's the people you know. So when you're like, oh, there's this girl I know or this person, like, I worked with or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're th- that's them. Whatever. Then there's, like, the people that, like, you have, like, a bit of a relationship with. You guys may hang out occasionally, do a couple things, speak here and there yeah there's a relationship there but it's not a deep one it's kind of surface level like Mm -hmm. your party friend or your brunch friend whatever yep then there's like that middle of the road friend for me where it's like we're close enough where you know details about me that other people don't know right and i trust you to an extent but i'm not necessarily like vulnerable with you or you're not the first person i call in an emergency or if i'm going through something i don't necessarily seek your advice about things like i care about you and Mm -hmm. like we're friends Mm -hmm. and then there's like the besties the soulmates the like we were made for each other yeah like if you were a man we'd be together Mm -hmm. you know the ones that you tell everything to you are very much involved in their lives like your family pretty much like blood couldn't make you closer Mm -hmm. like those are my categories of friends you know i totally agree i think when everyone starts to think about who they think of as a friend they probably fall into one of those categories as well Mm -hmm. so absolutely agree for me 
I've had the same, you know, like Drake said, no new friends. Was it Drake? <laughs> yeah, it was Drake. Yeah. Yeah. No new friends. I've had the same group of friends. It's like once you're in, you're in. And throughout the years, I've definitely kind of refined that circle. Yeah. So there's definitely ones where, like you said, you know, I keep in touch with. We will randomly, like, meet up, catch up on everything. And then there are the besties that you talk to very often. You might not physically see each other all the time, but they know every Every newness about you. They know the plan before the announcement happens like they know every little thing about you um and you know i'm at that age right now where i think a lot of them are have families have significant others so we very much respect each other's lives but we will talk every day in some aspect we are catching up with each other and if it's not every day it's every other day Mm -hmm. And we will partner with, um, you know, come together for make plans for dinner or with this and that, a girls night, whatever the case is. So I very much have had the same group of girlfriends for a while. Like every birthday, those are the same mofos that are going <laughs> to my dinner. Um, and they're, they're my ladies. Yeah. They're my girls, my, my besties. I think for me, my group of best friends has changed. Mm-hmm. Just because I've I've moved, life has brought me in different places. So I definitely had like this core group of girls that I had until probably I was like 19, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And then now I have another core group of girlfriends since then, since probably like my early to mid 20s mm-hmm. that I have. Now granted, the girls that I spoke, that I was really close with back in high school, I could still pick up the phone and call, but they've just changed categories yeah they're no longer in that best friend category they're they've fallen more in that friend category just because mm-hmm. we just don't keep in touch as much anymore but i will say at least for me and we share this in common where like our family ties have kind of gone in different phases yeah but our friends have remained constant yes so my friends are my family yes. they're the ones i would lean on more to be completely honest than some family members because they've been through all the things with me yeah same with me um i'm not the closest with my family you know they were out of my life for a very long time and it's more so like recent that they're back in my life and we're trying to mend that relationship and trying to work on that but it's very much like they almost had to relearn me because Mm -hmm. you know years went by where we were not in each other's lives at all so during those years those years where i probably needed them the most and i did the most growing I feel like those were the years that my girlfriends became my family. Yeah. And any workplace that I was at as well during that time, work, family, became family. Yeah. You spend the most time with some of them sometimes, you know, and and work becomes family because you sometimes you see them more than your friends. Yeah. You see them more than your family. You're spending 40 to 50 hours a, a week with them. They sometimes know about you more than some family members. I will say that right now, my closest girlfriends know more about me than my own family. Yeah, 100%. Family is very much in the learning process of me and relearning, I guess, my sense of humor and my likes and my dislikes, like my my thought process Mm -hmm. now. Whereas I feel like a best girlfriend will know right away exactly like what I do in a situation or what I would want. Um, So 
Definitely, I, I agree. Friends are sometimes better family members than yeah. some family. I think for me, and I don't know if some other people can relate, but my family relationships are almost formal. They're almost structured. Mm-hmm. This is how I address you. These are the topics we talk about. Mm-hmm. And that is it. And this is how our relationship is one single path. It's never going to be more than what it is. And then like I, with friendships, I can be who I am through and through and not have to worry about these weird invisible guidelines that like are contingent on how our relationship is supposed to go. Yeah. If that makes sense. But for me, I've only, I only have one friend that I can say that I've known forever mm-hmm. and that is Kay shout out to Kay she's a loyal listener hey Kay um and we've known each other since we were 12 or 13 yeah we met I started high school early so I was the youngin in high school um and so we met our freshman year I think I was like 12 turning 13 um and to this day that's that's my dog that's my bestie she's literally my soulmate Mm -hmm. we joke all the time that if one of us had a penis we would literally be in a relationship together (laughs) Um, unfortunately we are not attracted to women and that is the only reason why we are not together but we adore each other and there's this one story that we always like tell partners like guys that we've dated about how close we are so you can get it but her and I lived about three blocks apart. And at one point we shared a bike and we would each ride the bike to the other person's house. Whoever had the bike would take the bike and drive, drive, ride <laughs> to the other's house. That bike was horrible. It made your ass hurt. It was ridiculous. But like, what bike doesn't make your ass hurt? Good point. Mm-hmm. But we lit that is how we lived (laughs) that is how we got to see each other outside of school when we were broke and would have to go to the dollar menu we would literally cut a mcdouble in half the one dollar that we would literally slice it in half you get one half i get the other half (laughs) like i can't even tell you how much this girl has covered my ass time when times are hard she'd do a drive-by at my house put money in my mailbox and drive off mm-hmm. and be like check your mailbox and i'd be like this bitch mm-hmm. or if we were hanging out and i knew she was going to going through something i put money like in her passenger side door mm-hmm. and then she dropped me off and i'd be like hey, check your door bitch and it was never i'm loaning mm-hmm. it was never a nothing it was like i know what you're going through this is what you need mm-hmm. she, I, we were i was in her wedding Boy, her wedding that was an adventure but I remember before they even got engaged, her being like, I need to know that like you are okay with this. Because it meant so much to her that I was happy for her and her relationship, her yeah, marriage. And got your approval. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that now her and Latin Poppy have their own separate relationship. And they're building a friendship. And that makes me so excited because that is literally what we crave for each other. Yeah. And I don't know how many girlfriends want their best friend to be friends with their husband but like it literally means the world to both of us Mm -hmm. and that's my best friend i mean i have others like you're one of my best friends as well and like obviously like i know mr bay and he and i have a relationship and Mm -hmm. i think that's important like i think it should be a thing and like you have a relationship with latin poppy and that's important to me as well but Mm -hmm. like that's my little family yeah like that's my unit you know what I mean? Yeah, like we can hang out. They exactly. can hang out together. We can all be in the same room. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. the like the relationships that like, you know, like 
I don't know if you have like quote unquote aunts and uncles that you're literally not related to, but they're your aunts and uncles. Like because they were the parents' besties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's what y'all will be. Yeah. And what I want to be for yes. like our future. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know what you mean. But um, I'm completely agree. All of that is it's funny too because like when you start thinking of like the future and you think about your future weddings and whatnot. I kind of go straight to like, who would be my bridesmaids? Yeah. I think about that. Yeah. And I'm not even a wedding person in that sense. Like, I don't really picture like my Cinderella wedding. Like, I never grew up thinking of anything like that. But it's funny because I, I definitely think about who would be mm-hmm. a bridesmaid. Who's standing next to me. Who's standing next to me. Who would be like a maid of honor. Mm-hmm. I think about that, which is weird. Because like, sometimes there's times where I feel like I've, I've thought about that during times that I was single. And there wasn't even a group. But I definitely think, is she bridesmaid material? 100%. Yes. 100%. And also, like, I don't know if this is something you think about, but I always, always think about the bachelorette. And and how so? Because the party. Because (laughs) I have, so there's Oh, girl, I'm... not the show bitch i thought you were talking about the show i was like why 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 would you think of that i don't watch that show no offense to anybody who watches it they have a cult following it's a bit vanilla for me oh you know um you're more of like a i love new york I mean, now I probably wouldn't even watch it, but like, really, yeah, I, I would. I probably, just... I probably wouldn't watch it now. Mm. But I'm more of like a 90 day fiance, you know, love after lockup kind of girl. We've we've graduated to TLC now instead of VH1. I always love the clips from 90 Day Fiance. They're so good. And then it's there's the show. other one with the twins that share the same man. Ugh, yeah, I can't watch. I that forgot one. what it's called. I know that one like really hurts me for some reason. Not not it. hurts me, but it makes me so uncomfortable. But I can't look away. <laughs> they like talk the same. They look exactly the same because they're identical twins. But exactly. they share a man, and That's they both nasty. they both want to get pregnant by him at the exact same time and like those are the clips that i kept seeing yes i've, I've seen a few of those i digress but Oy. go on but i always think about the bachelorette party let me be more specific the bachelorette party because i am someone who loves a good fucking party <laughs> and i think about the besties right so i think about like you k anna shout out to anna k hey, anna. <laughs> and anna are on the same same wavelength they're both Libras. They're both like Latin women. They're going to get drunk and shake ass, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And you're sophisticated, <laughs> and you you'll you'll shake a little something, you'll sip a little something. I know, but you do it in a sophisticated <laughs> way. You know, we're like mm, the rest of us. I don't need to drink to have you fun. Don't. I give a hundred percent of the fun all the time. <laughs> That's all. I know, but I always think about those, like, dynamics. And, like, for instance, like, I have other friends, like, Molly and Kelly. Shout out to them. Mm. Kelly's actually really similar, where she's going to shake some ass. Where Molly will shake ass, but she's also on the sophisticated side with you. I'll be with Molly. Yeah, you you and Molly will be together. (laughs) And so I think about, like, for instance, like, Kay's bachelorette. She had all these girlfriends Mm -hmm. that, like, don't really know each other that were coming in from, like, different parts of her life, like work life, 
me, you know, like a childhood friend, whatever. And like, she was very nervous on how all of us were going to be able to interact together on, in Vegas. And like, granted, it was an amazing time. Yeah. But that also makes me nervous. Where I'm like, how would that look? Like, cause it's not even, oh, your personalities. I'm thinking about drunk personalities together as well. Mm. You know, I'm already the DD. Let's you're, yeah, real. you're the DD. I'm the DD. I love being that person who is sober enough to be able to tell all the stories the next day. <laughs> I'll be like, girl, did you remember this, this, and that? Like, for Lim's wedding, mm-hmm. she had a wedding in Vegas. Shout out to Lim, another bestie. Um, we were in Vegas and for the wedding, but days leading up, of course, we were having fun. So, like, the girls were with the girls, the men were with the men. And we went to one of those encore day parties, yes. like the pool parties. Yeah, done one of those. Very, very fun, but they got fucked up fast, right? <laughs> and of course, me sipping my one drink the whole time, I'm sober enough yeah. to completely be aware of everything. I feel like you need, I'm the friend that every, every group needs. <laughs> I can take care of you guys. Ain't no true crime happening on my watch. <laughs> so, but during that, right, like... Lim's sister got carried away by a stranger literally oh, cradled no. in the pool and he starts walking like through the pool away and I was like uh uh-uh, uh no no put down Let, come her no 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 <laughs> Valet was um getting hit on by a stripper named Amethyst Amethyst yes a shout out to Amethyst stripper? yes a female Ooh. stripper she was like girl you're so hot I love watching you dance cause you know like the <laughs> DJ is going and all yeah. that and it was so fun. She, like, gave her an invite to her club. Like, we kind of low-key was going to go, but I think everyone got so fucked up. We all slept in the, um, that night. So we never got to go see Amethyst. But it's funny, and you need a person to be able to tell those stories the you next do. day. Because I definitely feel like for Kay's Bachelorette, we all have different memories of different portions of the night. So it was like putting a puzzle together. Yes. Because we all, at different points, were too drunk to remember certain things. Mm-hmm. But Kay, I forget where we were at. We were watching, we were at a club watching Snoop Dogg perform. And in the middle of the club, because it was outside, there was like this little like pool slash like water fountain thing, right? And Kay's in her beautiful white dress and she keeps trying to get in the water. The pool is not open. Oh, no. No one is in there. Yeah. But the Florida girl and her was like, bring me to the beach. Bring me to the... And literally, we were taking shifts to trying to keep her out of the water because she just wanted to dance in the water. In the water, yeah. (laughs) And I'll never forget that because it was... Oh, love you, Kay, but that was a workout in itself. And I remember different, like, girlfriend groups that were, like, around us were like, you guys are the best friends. Mm -hmm. Because you guys are literally, like, tapping in and out, Mm -hmm. making sure (laughs) that she doesn't get soaking wet and, like, ruin her outfit in this water. But I do think about that sometimes. Like, how are those friendships, how do they intermingle? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think about that every time I coordinate a birthday dinner. Yeah. Because all of you guys, for me, are from, like, different groups that that I've met. You know, I've met Tween Terry um, during work, right? Mm -hmm. In in one sense, I'm friends with Lim and Valet, and they're my other, you know, besties. And then there's you. And I think about that, and I'm like, you guys don't really speak to each other outside of me, but I'm the one person, you know? So when you all come together, and because, like birds of a feather flock together you know you guys are 
well enough kind of like know me and through me can get along with each other i mm -hmm. love that yeah so like you guys aren't besties but through me everyone can have you know great conversation mm -hmm. be on the same wavelength yeah and personality wise like you all have a little bit of each other yeah i think we're all very similar for the most part like you you have a common theme with your friends yes. for sure and how like their energy is kind of set up yes you know what i mean they're all our ride or dies they are fully supportive um they know exactly kind of like where i'm at they know every little thing about me you know what i mean like i'm they're one of the ones that i kind of like always tell all the time of mm -hmm. like what's going on any news um if i just need to vent i vent to them yeah. i i don't know about you guys and i don't know about you but sometimes they're the ones that i'd be venting about mr bay sometimes you mm -hmm. know like I don't know if you guys do this, but it's something that kept me sane throughout the years is I unleash the psycho on them. Yes. So you like when you're dating a new guy, right? And he does something that drives you crazy, but like you don't want to come off a certain type of way towards him. Mm -hmm. And you also don't want, you know, your thoughts to be kind of running wild. So you kind of go through your girlfriends yes. and check in with them to be like, girl, am I crazy? let me unleash and then i just let them have it and then i love hearing all the different points of view yeah there's always someone who's like oh girl he said that that's crazy and then someone else be like no that's not how i took it this yeah. is how i took it this is the pers um, perspective that i got yeah. so it really they really kind of keep me sane and then i go back and i'm like okay i saw what you mean no worries we will see each other next week <laughs> like i just you know and he's like oh wow you're you're really chill you're it's like, like hmm, little I'm do you know stabbing you in my mind but that's fine <laughs> so yes i'm very much like that and yeah same thing when you're dating mm -hmm. you need besties approval yeah. yes it's so important because your friends will see things you don't mm -hmm. i don't think i've ever had a friend that was like "Ooh." girl something seems fishy and they weren't right mm -hmm. they're always right yep i was just digmatized and i couldn't see it at the time they're also really right about other friends yeah like if so you know when you've you've got a bestie or something right and you start talking about a new name they're like girl who's that i've never heard you talk about that person before so whether it's like a new like work colleague that has become a friend or just a new friend in general that you've met maybe through another mutual friend, whatever the case is, when a new name is brought up, they're very much like on high alert. Like, who is that? Mm -hmm. I need to know about this person. Yeah. Because in the same sense as like, you know, dating new men and whatnot, they want to kind of give the approval and yeah. get the feelers out because they have your best interest. They want you to... Be surrounded by a good person. Yeah. They don't want a bad seed up in there, mm -hmm. you know? So I I love that. I love that we all do that. I also need to give a secondary shout out to Maddie and Veronica mm -hmm. V, as we call her, because they're also ones that I never get to see, but we talk often. We have our own little group chat. Yeah. And they are also no judgment zone at all. I tell them everything. They know some of my deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. So love you guys. <laughs> I think that that kind of brings me to like my thought on like frenemies because we've we've all had them. And 
it's such a like weird situation. You know how like you have that friend that is dating that guy forever and you keep hoping they break the fuck up? Mm. I feel like that's how they also view frenemies where you have that friend that they're like, oh my God, when is this gonna fucking end? Yep. And you know, when you're in it, yeah, that person gets on your nerves or they do things that you don't necessarily agree with, but you're like, but that's my friend. I love her. Mm-hmm. We're besties. Mm-hmm. And you make excuses or you forgive things quickly because it's your friend until it like literally is no longer forgivable yep. or like shit just fucking falls apart. I, this speaks to my fucking soul. And I know all of them are listening in right now and thinking the exact same thing. They know who I'm they talking the about. Person. They know the person. Yeah. Absolutely. They're probably cursing me out in their head, like uh-huh. in the, in the like, car, yeah, in their office, however they're listening right now. <laughs> they are cursing me out for being friends for yeah. with that person for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I have... Well, we're not friends anymore, so we're no longer friends. But I had a friend of me, we'll just call her Jay. I don't think there's anyone that I know now that would listen that would actually even be able to bring this back to her, but we'll just keep her name private. Yeah. But we were friends. We, like, for instance, I've known her as long as I've known Kay. So since I was like 12 or 13 years old. And so we, again, were like attached at the hip. And it wasn't until after high school that I started to realize there was some toxic behaviors. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like sure about it. I was kind of like, oh, she's crazy. You know what I mean? But like, not like in a bad way. I was like, this bitch is crazy. You gotta take it or leave it. Either, either you understand her craziness or you don't. I understand her craziness, so whatever. Yeah. But I'll never forget, I was in a relationship and she got real funny when I started dating this guy. And all of a sudden it became, you don't have time for me why are you always with him and i'm like because he's the one blowing my back out (laughs) not you and i have to make time for that to happen and i was i'm not that friend that stops hanging out with their girlfriends because they're in a relationship i Mm -hmm. refuse i make it very clear to whoever i'm dating that i had friends before you and if you don't fucking last they're gonna be here after you Mm -hmm. so i need to hang out with them i need to maintain those friendships i'm not gonna stop doing those things but like she just went from having all of my time to only having some of it mm-hmm. and did not take it well yeah at all meanwhile she was always in a relationship and i never cared frankly i was probably the th- i was like the third wheel in their relationship we were basically probably like a thruple to most people because i was very close with him as well mm-hmm. and so like whenever they wanted me around i'd be around and if they didn't want me around then i wasn't around yeah it never bothered me but she got really funny how was she with other of your friends? So none of my friends liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, they always warned you Kay about it. Kay was always like, I don't know what the fuck is up with Jay, but like she just doesn't, she's not into me mm. at all. And I also thought might, she might've been jealous of Kay. You know how like some girls just don't like girls because they're really pretty or they're like, Kay's a very like sensual person, right? Like yeah. you can feel her like sex appeal when you meet her it's very clear some people have never liked that about Kay, and i never i never understood why maybe it makes them uncomfortable with it with how they view what sex appeal should look like but i don't even think it's that some people are just awkward around like other attractive but women. i had i mean like and i don't mean to sound shallow but all my friends are really really pretty like i i really think that they're all fucking like bad 
ass bitches like I don't think I don't mean this in a bad way but I don't think I have a single ugly, ugly friend yeah. I, I personally view them as all beautiful women but Kay has a different energy mm-hmm. it's a very clear and like you'll meet her when she comes to visit this year it's very clear you'll you can feel it the second you meet her yeah and Jay never liked it and so That's I was so like strange to me it was very weird it just makes me feel like as a woman especially when it's around like your friends friends we you just want to see each other like uplifted and uplift each yeah. other. I think she almost interpreted Cage as being like a sexy person as a hoe. Oh no. When like that was never it ever. No. But Kay would always be like, I don't know about that girl. I don't know about the girl. Whatever. And so that they know each other outside of you? Like, yes. were, was it like a school situation? I where? actually think Jay introduced me to Kay. Oh, okay. Because they had a class together and they like, were like, oh, we're both new to this school, new to this area. Um, so they kind of clicked on that because like they didn't know anybody else. Yeah. And then I met the two of them and connected to both of them and had good relationships with both of them for a long time. But then they started to like fizzle out. But I will say... You never get to know someone until you live with them. Oh, you lived with her. Yeah, that's when I really got to know all of it. Like I knew, I knew her family had a lot of different hardships and I was always the friend that was like, if I have a dollar and you need it, it's yours, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm not gonna like kill myself. Like I'm not gonna hurt, hurt my own situation, but whatever I have that is extra, I will give with, without a thought. Yeah. So I was always that friend that like, if I went to her house and they didn't have food in the fridge, I would go to the grocery store. If I went to their house and their lights weren't on, I'd be like, what do you need? This is what I have. Will this help? And so I felt like I was always a, a supportive person for her in that sense. Mm-hmm. And then when we decided to live together, she almost used the fact that I was so reliable against me mm-hmm. and didn't pay rent, would invite people to come live with us. When I left, like without asking you? Yes. Oh no. So when I left, we were in a two one. We were in a two bedroom, one bathroom apartment in Florida. When I left, she had her cousin move in with her three kids. Her two sisters moved in. And then a woman from church with her two kids moved in. Shut the fuck and up. And then her sister's friend with her son moved in. I'm at eleven people. Where were they all sleeping? The living room. What is this, day camp? Meanwhile, I paid the rent. I paid the electrical bill. The whole thing. I paid the, whole the thing. water bill. The only thing I got out of it was free food because one of them was on like government assistance. So they cooked. So they cooked. Mm-hmm. 11 people. And when I would speak to her about it, I was an evil person because all these people in her life were legitimately homeless. Like it wasn't like they were just living with us because they wanted to live with us. Right. They were homeless and I was a bad person for not wanting those people in my home. Oh my God. And that was when I was like, oh my God, you're toxic. You're so, how does how is this my fault? How am I a bad person? Yeah. For saying that I can't continue to pay rent for all these people to live here. Ugh. It was very, very, very bad. It, it ended horribly. And we, we've tried to mend it here and there, mm-hmm. but it never fully worked out. I'm pretty sure she has me blocked on all accounts because seeing me is painful for her. Oh gosh. So she can't see me come across her feed or whatever the case is, it's, it's too much for her. But 
when all that finally happened, all my other friends were like, girl, we saw this coming. She's been using you for years and just said, you know, she, you know, we're best friends. She loves me. She whatever, whatever. And like, I didn't know during that whole friendship that like, that it was going to go that far. Yikes. Like I expected if something came up with her family to her to want to help. I didn't expect to have to take care of all of these people mm. in my own home. And she was never happy when I would, when I was in a relationship. She was always happier when I was single. But I never saw it. So that part right there reminds me of someone. I'm not going to go into like a lot of details because the way that this like friendship unfolded still makes me feel some type of way um, because it's very, very fresh. But basically like my frenemy situation, I'm not even give going to give them a name, but my frenemy situation genuinely really hurt me because I truly thought of this person as my best friend they were I felt they were there for me forever and it's funny because so many of my other girlfriends named earlier you know all felt some type of way like they would kind of tolerate her if we were all in a group setting but they would never like hang out with her mm -hmm. without me or choose to ask her to be invited or anything they always right. felt some type of way and they all literally used to say, call her frenemy because they always bring up this one like Friendsgiving that I had where it was hosted at my, I hosted it and everyone came over and she like knew a lot of people there, but took that time where it was my close company. Yeah. She took moments where she shot like the joke was all on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She was basically openly talking, but in a joking way. Yeah, you were the butt of all her jokes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like she was kind of like bringing me down at my own home in front of everyone and everyone felt some type of way. That was honestly, I think like kind of the catalyst for everyone yeah. to be like, you, what, what kind of friend is that? She, yeah. She's in your own home. She's talking shit about you in a friendly you know situation but there's all sorts of things like she was used to she's the type that like can't really balance friendships i don't yeah. know why but it was like i have one best friend and that's it and mm -hmm. you will do everything with me and i was completely down with that because you know i've always kind of had like a best friend growing up so I, I didn't really think anything of it i thought it was normal um, I was very close to her family. I got to know each and every single one of them. And especially during the time where I didn't have my family, you know, they were very much the ones that were inviting me to go to their family gathering. So I really, you know, I, I loved it. Yeah. But it was the energy. It was all of that. It's like, if I didn't have time for her, she would like get upset or think I was ignoring. Like we used to talk every single day. And if I like went too many days without talking to her or anything she'd be check in on me and be like are you alive this and that um it i started feeling the strain honestly when i started being with mr bay mm -hmm. i don't know why i don't know if it's because he was the first relationship i was actually happy with so i like started spending some time with him and again like alex was saying i'm not the type that stops being friends with someone just because 
I'm in a relationship. Yeah. I did that shit when I was in high school and I lost really good friends because yeah. I was an idiot and I was in a toxic relationship. But as a grown ass woman, I understand the the balance that you need. You need mm-hmm. to have you have your life, your partner has their life, yeah. you have your life together. And, you know, you can even ask Mr. Bay, like going into our relationship, I straight up said, I was like, look, I have really close friends. I love to hang out with them. This is the life that I've known. I expect you to hang out with your friends as well. And then we will hang out together. And he straight, he said that he loved it because he felt like not a lot of girls that he's dated before encouraged him to go out with the boys and have fun with, you know, but I know that you can speak to your friends in a way that you can't always speak to your partner. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to vent about your partner, yep, whatever the sure case do. is. Um, so it was with this relationship, I started feeling a huge distance from her. Like we, you know, would go out um, to dinner with him and then it just kind of like fizzled out and stopped and she started getting close to another girl. And the way I am, right, with any friendship, if I bring up a new name, she was very much like, I want to meet them. Let's hang out with them. And I would I would set up the date. I would set up, you know, the going out, the gathering. She met every single one of my friends. But it's really weird because I think with us starting to distance away and she started being friends with this other girl, she openly talked about her. Like, we would all talk about it. I knew what the girl looked like, never met her. And I straight up said, I was like, oh, she seems so fun. Like, I'd love to meet her. Yeah. You would think your two closest friends, right, should meet. She always brushed, like, brushed it off. Yeah. Never had us meet. That girl doesn't follow me on social media. I don't follow her. And it was almost kind of like she didn't want us to ever meet. And I never understood that. I was like, I don't get it. And I brought it up multiple times. I was straight up like, yeah, I'd love to meet her. Let's do dinner. Let's do this. And there was always an excuse as to like why I couldn't. But every friend that I had, you could meet. Right. And then she even said, I was like, oh, you guys haven't met. You wouldn't you remember you're too close. Like it's it's as right. if you were to be like, oh, you and Kay never met. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your two closest friends, you would think you'd remember meeting. Right. But she was always like it i couldn't be friends with someone else but she can i she had to meet all my friends but i couldn't meet hers and honestly i started realizing um that i really genuinely needed to stop and not try anymore because she kept i kept making plans with her and then she would cancel Mm. and not like ever try to go out again yeah um and then with this whole resin thing and me starting a small business she like never supported me she never checked in on me which is so crazy never checked in on me never shared my work net like even a shout out nothing free stuff she didn't like my stuff she viewed everything viewed every single story knows exactly what's going on but never spoke to me about it. If I brought it up in a conversation back when we did talk often, she would change the subject or like quickly acknowledge it. Or I'll be like, oh yeah, I got this. I'm gonna try this new thing out. She'll be like, oh, that's cool. And then would change the subject and like stop talking about it. Never shared my work, did not support that life at all. 
which is like so strange to me because like i just feel like when your friend starts a new adventure or anything that you should be as a best friend so supportive so involved and as excited as they are right yeah like i just think it's i don't think any stupid cockamania idea i've ever had my best friends were like yes girl you can do it like they were always the cheerleader i don't think i've ever had a friend say mm, i don't know if that's a good idea or like not support something that i've wanted to do so it's like blatantly almost act like it doesn't exist yes is so insulting yes it it's like she acted like it didn't exist and if you've been here from the beginning you've heard that i've mentioned like i freelance with makeup right so i also have a makeup page i'm not active on there right now because again it's something that i kind of like stopped on myself like i no longer really do makeup looks on myself but when that page was active i would do like halloween looks and you know i having a makeup page if you follow any makeup influencers mm -hmm. they do a lot of different looks they tag the different companies like that's how you grow and then also i freelance i do weddings i sh i showcase you know photos from the weddings that i do just right. to create a pro online profile for yourself and i'll never forget there was I was trying to be very consistent because like social media, you have to be consistent. Yeah. You have to post regularly mm -hmm. for people to one, know that you're active, um, know that you're posting and for, for people to follow you because they want to see your work. Right. And I'll never forget that there was a time where I was pretty consistent and actively posting looks, you know, multiple times a week, maybe like two to three times a week. And I'd post it and I'd like share it. My friends would share my work, whatever it is. And I remembered her being like, oh yeah, like me and so-and-so was talking about it, how you have been posting a lot lately, like a lot. Exact quote, that's what she said. As if my posts annoyed her. What? Like it, it was annoying to see my stuff. And the fact that she hasn't supported this journey at all for me, which right. by the way, grew, I think very quickly. It did. And it's very exciting. And it's something I'm genuinely very passionate about. Right. For her to be visibly absent from all of that in my eyes, you know, someone who claimed to be very close to me at one point, it brought me back to that moment where I'm like, are you that bothered that I post right. my stories, my photos? It's, I don't know what it is. Like, what is it about what I do bothers you so badly that you can't look at it? Right. I don't get it. I just, ugh, it just annoys me because like, I mean, if y'all know anything about me, I am a part-time hype woman. <laughs> I make it my mission. The best PR person you can have. <laughs> to hype every single one of my close friends in whatever they're choosing to do. And like, I personally admire what you've done. And like, it's literally art and I know how happy it makes you. Like, why would I not take the 10 seconds it takes to hit the little, little air, you know, paper airplane on a post and be like, look what my best friend made. But it's not even that, it's not about sharing, right? It's not about sharing the work. I understand that like some people don't wanna put certain things on their feed Ugh, or their that. stories. Well, by the way, stories are like 24 hours, it will disappear. It's not like a hard post on your page. But 
I don't really understand it either, but it's not even like she doesn't even like and comment. She doesn't sure. even comment. Doesn't even engage with what you're Right. The posting. engagement is really what it is. Like we love the likes, we love the comments. The sharing is extra. Like you want to go above and beyond, right. share. You know what I mean? That's amazing. But it's not even that the 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 least amount yeah, she's of she's not even doing the bare minimum. Yes. And it's really sad because, like, I felt like I became very close with her sister. Mm -hmm. And it's to the point where, now listen, the sister has two kids. So she's an amazing mom. And maybe she's just held up a family. But I don't even really see interaction from the sister anymore. So I don't know if she's yeah. going back. And she's saying something and now the sister feels some type of way or what. But it's that whole situation like hurts me. And I don't know why it hurts me because I've been warned for so long. No, you know why it hurts? Because even when like my situation with like Jay ended, I felt like I, I felt like someone died. Mm -hmm. I literally grieved and mourned that relationship because again it's like family yeah you literally build ties like emotional ties to these people so when they disappoint you in such a big way mm -hmm. especially like i think for me it was like okay it was a pretty big fight and it was something that i kind of felt like was going on for a while where i almost feel like with you it was kind of gradual and i feel like that kind of hurts even more yes. because you're just kind of like this is like a slow pain mm -hmm. That has been building for years where like for me i literally feel like a bomb was dropped on me like it came out of nowhere yes and because was like, it was a, a situation that caused yes. for you yes it was very gradual for me and i tried to save that relationship i don't know why but i tried to save it i even reached out to her sister and was like look this is how i'm feeling this is how i'm viewing about this friendship right now and right away, her response made me know that that friend already said something. Got it. Because it was very much like in defense of her. Mm -hmm. And that's where I knew where I stood. Yeah. And that's when I was like, this is it. I can't save this because she's already had this perception of our friendship. And her perception based on what I was gathering was that my relationship is what caused us to no longer be friends. Which I think is such a lie. And the only difference, like, first of all, Alex lives with me, but like any one of my girlfriends will, I will always make friends with my girlfriends. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. If you make plans with me, I'm there. Yeah. I will be there for you. I will go to that dinner. I will go to that event, yeah, whatever the case. Yeah, it's very rare that I'm like, can we do X, Y, and Z? They'll be like, no, I'm with Mr. Bay. Like, you don't do no, that. But yeah. see, she was used to me sporadically being free. Yeah. Which Anytime she'd be like, I got out of work early. Let's go out to dinner. I'm like, cool. Yeah, I'm off too. Let's go. That was the only difference is now you had to make a plan with me. Yeah. And you can't just assume that my free time will go to you that is the only difference like i do not want people to think well oh you had a you know you have a new relationship maybe that's why she feels some type of way because you always spend time with no i get sick of him too <laughs> i'm sorry but it's true no facts. and you need your girlfriends a hundred percent but there's a balance just like you can balance multiple friends you can balance your relationship with your friends as well so that was always crazy to me and it did mess with my head because i was like 
did I do something? Could I have done something better? Yeah, and it made me start questioning myself and my character. And it really no. like was a mental thing for me. No. It took me a really long time to like accept it. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like she was envious. I'm just gonna be really honest. I think she's envious of you and what you have in your relationships. Cause even like when I met her, she wasn't very warm and fuzzy with me ever. I where all your other girlfriends have been very, very sweet and accepting and like treat me like I've just always been a part of this group. I definitely think she felt some type of way when she knew that we were living together yeah. because she has she has brought up the idea of she and I living together. And even before you Got came, it. I was very much like I was an independent person. Like yeah. you were my one and only roommate. Yeah, yeah. So... I think she felt some type of way that we were getting closer. We were living together. Obviously, we were going to be seeing each other all the yeah. time. Um, so I think that was something as well that bothered her because I never lived with her, mm -hmm. but I lived with you. I just think it's so strange to like be, I don't know. I just think if you are friends with someone and you're finding yourself being envious or jealous or having those those kind of emotions and like you need to check yourself and you need to also realize maybe i'm not as close to this person maybe i don't care as much about this person as i thought i did mm -hmm. because like listen with my friend of me she was the exact same way and it was to the point where I was like, I had friends that were like low key, like, are you sure she's not into you? Because why is she so hung up about you being with somebody else? Why is she so hung up with you living with your boyfriend? Why do these things bother her so much? And I was like, I don't know. I was always kind of like, I'm her rock. She needs me. Like that's how, literally how I played it off. And I it's didn't crazy it. that you say that because that was kind of like how she was as well. Like every, Every milestone with Mr. Bay, she would immediately be like, don't you think that's a little fast? Like when we first say I love you to each other and all that, she's like, isn't that a little fast? Don't mm -hmm. you think you're moving so fast? And I was like, what? If anything, you would be excited. Right. You know, girlfriends would be like, ooh, you guys said I love you to each other. Ooh, you're moving in together. Right. Like the milestones are, I think, signs of a great growing and healthy relationship yes so yeah that's probably one of the ones that really hurt me the most yeah. and i i think that's it's the fact that like this nickname of her being a friend of me and was called out to me many many years in advance came to fruition yeah mm -hmm. i mean that's how you introduced her to me yes because yeah. i was like yep this is the one that all the other friends call this listen and you already know how i feel <laughs> about her mm -hmm. <laughs> because outside of any of that there were definitely red flags along the way that i was like she did what she said who mm. to whom yeah yeah she's gotta go yeah <laughs> like you can't do that but i will say yeah there's a whole nother part of this story time that i just don't one of these days one of these days maybe i'll say it but there were other like really maybe we'll do a story times episode yeah we can definitely do a story time episode yeah but i will say i'm jotting that down right now <laughs> <laughs> i think for me like there are just certain qualities that you like need in your besties right and empathy is one of them like 
and I don't know if this happens to you. Actually, no, I know it happens to you because like, let's say something really bad happened to me and I'll tell Solis what it is. She'll cry before I do about it. It's true. I'll be like numb and like stone faced telling her like a horrible story. And she is immediately in tears. And I'm not saying that's what you should expect from your friends, but I know that she loves me so much that when bad things happen to me, it affects her. Mm -hmm. When good things happen to me, it affects her and that's how your friendships should be like when i hear good things with my friends i it literally turns my day around like i am so excited yeah for them when i hear bad things it literally ruins my day because i'm like oh yeah. my god they're going through something yeah and like if your friend doesn't empathize with you in situations i'm sorry that's not your friend it's true and i i've definitely ha even my girlfriends with each other you know when you you share the good the bad yeah. the ugly with each other and when one of them is really going through it or anything like that, it really does. Like, it affects me because I put myself in their shoes. And mm -hmm. I, it just, if they're hurting, like, I'm hurting like that yep. as well. Um, when they're excited, I'm excited for them. Yep. And it's, that's, I think, what makes a real friend is someone mm -hmm. who genuinely has your back. Genuinely someone who wants to see you succeed. Yes wishes all the best for you like you were saying like a soulmate you know mm -hmm. like your girlfriends your besties should be bringing out the best in you yep pushing you to be the best person you can be mm -hmm. they almost kind of have to be like a partner yep like i love the fact that like my friends will send me like we all know that like i'm so into nails and nail art and friends will send me designs or like for like inspo right like mm -hmm. different works did you see the salon did you see this whatever like always like sending me things to inspire me mm -hmm. and like i'll do that for other friends like i send things to you like did you see this resin mold this is beautiful you should start this add this new to whatever because like I want to see you grow and like seeing you grow actually gets me really excited. Yeah. And it should be the exact same way with your friends. And I just feel like people use the word friend real loose around these parts nowadays. Yeah. And they call people friends that literally wouldn't pee on you if you were on fire. <laughs> and you can't do that. Yeah. Because those are not the people that stick around. Yeah. The ones that stick around are the friends that call you on your shit. Mm -hmm. are happy when you're happy are sad when you're sad mm -hmm. and are the front friends that when you say we got to pull up are the first ones coming yeah like no questions asked i don't care if you're crazy in that moment i'm coming <laughs> like yeah. that's what it is and like i think now at our late 20s age yes we i think have found our core group of girlfriends yes I'm not going to say no new friends because I have a very small group and sometimes I feel like I'm a loser. Oh my God, Because stop. I have a very small group of I'm friends. not going to say no new friends either because obviously Alex at one point was a new I friend. I was a new friend. You couldn't resist me. Yes. So along the ways, you will find that person, you know, life will bring you across, you, you cross each other's paths for a reason i think everything happens for a reason i'm that corny person any <laughs> event any you know new career anything any changes that happen in your life i think is either a blessing or a lesson you were a blessing oh, front yeah. of me was a lesson yeah it is what it is and um now you're in my life yeah you stuck with me ho 
And we're at that age now. It's like you can recognize who's a great friend and who's not. Off rip. So the ones that are a great friend are stuck for life, unfortunately. Stuck. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> and I always say God has a sense of humor because God knew I needed someone annoying in my life. And he brought me to her. Yep. He was like, you know what? Here you go. Here's Solis. You know, you, you need <laughs> her bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so here you go. I see the same people at Latin Poppy because that man can work a nerve. Oh my God. Oh my God. He can work a nerve. Like, I don't know if you guys have pet peeves, but I would love to do a pet peeve episode. Yes. But he. Where we just talk about different pet peeves? Yes. Yes. But he's a sound effect man. I hate sound effects. And I speak with a lot of sound effects. I'm not going to lie. Wait, what do you mean? In what way? Like you do something and he makes a sound to go along with it? Like if we are driving by and there's a duck, he feels the need to quack. Aww. No! That's kind of cute. It is? I mean... This is my problem, guys. I love people who annoy me because maybe that's why to that yeah, is aw. Maybe that's why he and I get along. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm the same way. I oh, I told Jesus. you guys about this, I think, one of the first episodes. I'm like, get ready for all the sound effects, the voices, all that. Because that's how who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not... And you are too, though. Like, Alex is always like the, meh. She does that. I do. Yep. That's my, like, oh, shit. Me, if I'm scared <laughs> or if I do something where I, like, fuck up or whatever, I'm like, Rah! <laughs> Or if I'm, like, I find something shocking, I'm like, what? Like, I love sounds, voices, there all that, so I get There it. are certain mouth sounds that I, like, actually can't handle, and he <laughs> makes them all, and it drives me nuts, and I just want to, like, knock his head into something, like, stop it, but I can't, because I love him, and I want to continue to have a man, you know? Yeah. So, I can't, I can't hurt him, but I do think it was divine intervention that brought us together and yeah i'm stuck with this hoe for life forever you know so are I'm, the rest of my girlfriends <laughs> i bring calm to your life you know yeah yeah that's it but is that all we've got this is another heavy one i know what's wrong with us will was just telling us the other day that the love and survival one was pretty heavy but he said he really enjoyed it yeah he said he's like yeah you guys got me thinking so I hopefully mean, i like thought-provoking conversations hopefully this episode makes you kind of look at your friend group yes, take stock take stock of who's in your life and start seeing who has some of these toxic traits yes who's there for you when newness is happening or when you're going on a different journey who's applauding you yeah and who's staying silent because sometimes the silence is a lot so stronger loud and listen energy is transferable and you don't need anyone's bad energy on you mm -hmm. if you have a friend that you feel like whenever you're with them the energy's off that's your spirit telling you you don't need them if you have a secret and you can share it to most of your close friends but you feel you have to censor yourself or hold back on certain people that 
is a warning. That is a warning. Because that was definitely me as well with friend of me. There were definitely things that I knew I could tell openly to some of my girlfriends, my close girlfriends. And there were certain things I held back from telling her because of fear of judgment. Yeah. Like we like to say, okay, no judging here, but you know the ones that would still judge and she was definitely yeah. one of them. So those are signs as well. If yeah. you can't be 100% you with that person. Yeah. Take stock of who's around you, protect your magic and your energy. And I think that's all we've got yeah. for Lady Talk this week. You know, next week will be much lighter. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go back to all of our bullshit. Maybe the story time will be next time just so we can go through all the different fucked up stories <laughs> that we have. Yes. Um, but that's all we've got for this week. You know, follow us on the gram. I'm not even going to try to say the acronym because my brain literally just went blank. Y. C. Oh, Y. F. N. H. Yep. Podcast. <laughs> that's who we are on Instagram. <laughs> Leave us five stars on iTunes. It helps us get pushed up in the algorithm so people who don't follow us and are not our friends can also find us. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that jazz. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye, guys.